The play begins with the portrayal of Antonio, the merchant of Venice, who is very sad and his friends are pondering over his sadness. The reasons of his sadness could not be fathomed easily. When his friends suggest that it may be because of his business enterprise, that is, the ships which are at the mercy of the ocean, he rejects the idea, saying that his fortune is neither trusted in a single ship nor entrusted in the earning of a single year. We are then introduced to Bassanio, a young Venetian of noble rank, who desires to woo the beautiful and wealthy heiress Portia of Belmont. Being a spendthrift, as was many people of his times, Bassanio lives on borrowed money. Though he has borrowed from Antonio earlier and is yet not able to pay him back, he approaches his friend Antonio again for 3,000 decades to sponsor his expenses to get to Belmont, to try his luck at the lottery of the caskets to Voportia. Antonio agrees, but since his money is locked in the sea, he asks Bassanio to take a loan from anyone in Venice with his name and credit worthiness. Bassanio goes to Jewish moneylender Shylock and names Antonio as a loan's guarantor. Shylock is a Jew and hates Antonio because of his anti-Jewish mentality. Though Shylock at first thinks of not lending the money, as Antonio's business ventures are at the mercy of the ocean, but then Shylock finds it a perfect occasion to be even with Antonio and he agrees to lend the necessary amount without charging any interest upon a condition that if Antonio is unable to repay the amount within the specific date, Shylock could take a pound of Antonio's flesh. Bassanio signs the contract. With money at hand, Bassanio leaves for Belmont with his friend Graciano. Meanwhile in Belmont, where we meet Portia, we come to know that various suitors from different places have come to take part in the lottery of caskets. Portia's father has left a will according to which her suitors must choose correctly from one of the three caskets, each one of gold, silver and lead having inscriptions on them which would help the suitors choose rightly. One who picks the right casket gets Portia. The first suitor we are shown on stage is the luxurious prince of Morocco who chooses a gold casket, interpreting its slogan who chooses me shall get what many men desire, as referring to Portia, thinking that a beauty like her cannot be anything worse than gold. The second suitor, the conceited prince of Aragon, chooses a silver casket, which proclaims, who chooses me shall get as much as he deserves, really thinking about himself to be full of merit. Both suitors thus go to back empty-handed. The last suitor is Bassanio, whom Portia wishes to succeed 
as they have met before and Portia likes Bassanio to some extent. As Bassanio thinks about his choice, members of Portia's household sing a song to warn him not to choose anything based on the outer appearances as appearances are always deceptive. He chooses a lead casket and wins Portia. In between, the subplot of the play was also developed as we see Shylock's daughter Jessica is extremely bored in the dull household of Shylock and is secretly in love with Lorenzo, a Christian. She has planned her elopement, cross-dressed as a boy and be a torch-bearer. And she does so while carrying some wealth of Shylock. And in another subplot, we see Graciano when visits Belmont with Bassanio, falling in love with Nerissa, the lady-in-waiting of Portia. Back in Venice, news is not favourable for Antonio, as the ships are reported to be lost at sea. Having no money at hand, he has no way but to be victim of Shylock's revenge. By now, the elopement of Jessica and Lorenzo has made Shylock even angrier with the Christians and has made his determination stronger in taking revenge. At Belmont, Bassanio receives a letter which tells him that Antonio has been unable to return the borrowed money as and is in deep danger as Shylock has asked the law to take its due course and get him his due Therefore, immediately after marriage, Bassanio and Graciano leave for Venice with money from Portia to save Antonio's life. Portia does not remain passive but sends a servant to seek the counsel of Bellario, a lord at Padua. The climax of the play is in the court of Duke of Venice, where Shylock refuses Bassanio's offer of 6,000 ducats twice the amount of loan and everyone pleads for mercy. Shylock's determination becomes stronger as he demands his pound of flesh from Antonio. The Duke wishes to save Antonio but is bound by a rule of law. Out of nowhere, a young doctor of law bearing a letter of recommendation to Duke from the learned doctor Bellario arrives in the court with a clerk. The doctor of law is now one but Portia, cross-dressed as a male with a clerk. The lawyer Balthazar requests Shylock to have mercy on Antonio and when he adamantly refuses any compensations and insists on the pound of flesh, Balthazar asks the court to grant Shylock his due. But the doctor insists that according to the bond signed by Antonio, Shylock is entitled to nothing but an exact pound of flesh and he can get it without shedding a single drop of Antonio's blood. If Shylock was to shed drop of Antonio's blood, his lands and goods would be forfeited under Venetian law for planning to murder a respectable Venetian citizen. Defeated, Shylock agrees to accept Bassanio's offer of money for the defaulted bond. First is offered to pay the bond thrice and when Portia tells him he cannot do that according to the bond, 
Shylock is ready to take merely the principal amount which Portia refuses to pay as Shylock has already refused it in front of the court. Portia then cites a Venetian law according to which Shylock being a Jew has attempted to take life of a citizen and since half of his property would go to Antonio and half to the state exchequer and his life depends on the mercy of the Duke. The Duke pardons Shylock's life. Antonio asks for his share in use until Shylock's death, when it will be given to Lorenzo and Jessica. At Antonio's request, the Duke grants remission of the state's half of the forfeiture, but on the condition that Shylock converts to Christianity and bequests his entire estate to Lorenzo and Jessica. Bassanio and Graciano are not able to recognize their respective disguised wives, but offers money to the lawyer. First, Portia declines, but as they insist, Portia requests Bassanio's wedding ring, which he had promised to Portia that he will never lose, sell or give away. Bassanio hesitates, but at last, after persuasion from Antonio, gives the ring to Portia. Nerissa also succeeds in retrieving her ring from Graciano. Next, we are again transported to the romantic setting of Belmont. Portia and Nerissa reach before their husbands and when Bassanio and Graciano reach there, they taunt their husbands about the rings that they have given away before revealing that they were really the lawyer and his clerk in disguise. Antonio gets the news that his ships have returned safely after all. Thus the play ends happily.